Hey guys, welcome back to the Grad Life podcast. Uh, today, we're very lucky to have Maeve Call, who is a HR specialist at ESB. Maeve, thanks a million for joining. Thanks very much for having me, Mark. Um, so Maeve, we're going to start with you at the, I guess, university stage. What did you do in college and what was your mindset like then? What were you kind of thinking you were going to do for your career at that point? Very good. Yeah, sure. So I wasn't exactly sure what I wanted to do. So I studied social science in UCD. Um, I was kind of thinking of going down the social work route. But when I was there, you get to choose different paths of what you study. So I decided to do HR. And I really enjoyed like the business aspect and the modules, the HR modules that I took, took in UCD. Um, and I really enjoyed that. So then I decided, I still wasn't sure when I finished my degree exactly what I wanted to do. And I think that's kind of common in your young 20s. You're not exactly sure where your career is going to go. So I decided to take a year out and go to Australia. My older sister had lived there and I had absolutely loved it. So I went over with my sister, went back again and with a friend of mine and we went to Melbourne for the year. So I worked in Australia for the year and I was really lucky to get two very good office jobs over there, um, which I think really added to my CV then at the time as well. Um, and obviously anyone who hasn't been to Melbourne or anyone who has been will know, like it's such a nice place to live and the quality of life is amazing. So I highly recommend that for any graduates. Obviously at the moment, it's not really an option with COVID, but I was always really grateful that I took that time to take the year out and to travel and to work abroad somewhere different. So during those years, I was in Sydney and Melbourne kept winning the, uh, I don't know what magazine it was, but the best city to live in in the world. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. There's always like a big rivalry, I think for Aussies between Sydney and Melbourne. Um, like when I lived in Melbourne and I'd say I was going to visit someone in Sydney, they'd be like, what, why are you going there? Um, but I love Sydney as well. My younger sister actually lived in Sydney. So I went over two years ago to see her. Um, I just, yeah, I loved Melbourne. Like it's such a cool place. And it, like, how, if you're in any way, so like cool. a beauty or anything like that. I thought Sydney Pardon? was perfect. How did Melbourne keep beating it? Like what is it that makes Melbourne so special? I know they have great pubs and stuff. Um... Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of a, a bit of a different scene. I suppose Sydney's a bit more of like a beach scene and it's a bit more cosmopolitan where I think is Melbourne's a little bit more laid back. Um, it's kind of more like bars and like loads of different events on all the time. And like they still have nice beaches as well. Not quite as impressive as Bondi or Manly, but like still really nice beaches. And I just think, I mean, Sydney is beautiful as well, but I just really liked Melbourne. I really liked all the people that I met there. I liked how it's such a, you know, you meet such a different variety of people all the time and you could go to different areas and you'd find like an amazing Greek restaurant or amazing Chinese restaurant. Like it's such a multicultural place to live. Um, I really liked that aspect of Melbourne. And I think the Aussie nature just in general, like it's very laid back um, and just, I mean, I think, you know, you're not having to get onto the dart at like early in the morning, freezing cold and that does make a big difference to your lifestyle when you're living somewhere like that. Yeah, it's unreal. So one of the uh, grad life core values is adventure. And I think to just get out after college and do something like that, but go traveling, uh, live in a different city for a while, try different jobs. Even you said you had a couple of jobs down there. It's so important. It's so good for like personal development and, and that side of things. Uh, yeah, definitely it, it is. Yeah. Did it help you figure out what you were going to do? Yeah, I think it definitely did. Like I really enjoyed, I worked first of all as a receptionist um, in a big pension company. And then I worked um, as a loss, like a loss adjuster in an insurance company. So 
both were ones where I'd be dealing with like a lot of different people and dealing with clients and like it was quite fast paced I suppose in that way um and now similarly like I work in HR and ESB now and ESB is a really big company so you'd be dealing with a lot of different internal and external stakeholders so I think it gave me that I liked that I liked dealing with people a lot so it kind of because I had done HR as part of my undergrad then when I came back to Dublin um after my year abroad I decided to do a master's in management in the Smurfit school and I would have done a lot of um, HR subjects as part of that and I really really enjoyed it um, so then when the opportunity came up I saw that ESB were hiring graduates for the HR grad program I applied for that then I thought it'd be a good stepping stone into the HR world. Yeah okay the, the master's things in so first you got first class honours there uh, congratulations what do you call in a master's in management? Like, is it is it the path for HR or is it a path for any, path for anything? And I think it's a path for like a lot of different things. Like a lot of people from my course would have gone into places like Salesforce. Um, some went down the accountancy route. Um, so it's a course kind of if you maybe didn't do that many business subjects in your undergrad, but you want to pursue business. Uh, later on so like a lot of people might have maybe studied pharmacy or nursing things like that as their undergrad and then decided actually I want to go more down the consultancy business route and then did this master's and that allowed them to then get into more business related disciplines for careers. Interesting yeah so you've got people from all different paths is it one year or two years? Yeah it's one year. Yeah. One year so you cover off all the kind of basic subjects and then do you kind of specialize to any extent or how, what way does that work? Um, you don't really you kind of do a, an overall general of them um, but like I would have done three or four HR modules in it and I kind of knew from doing the course that I preferred them over the finance and the accountancy so it allowed me to know then when I was you know applying for jobs and things like that that I was more interested in that area people management side. Yeah okay and then lastly because people talk about masters a lot and, and people have varying uh, opinions on them as well about the timing you should do them and all sorts of stuff yeah. Uh, what would be the right reasons and the wrong reasons for someone going into this uh, MSc management, do you think? Um, I think just to make sure that it's definitely what you want to do. Obviously, like masters are a big financial commitment as well. Um, so I was glad that I had maybe taken the year abroad to, you know, spend some time. And obviously, I saved money as well to actually pay for the course when I was away in Australia. So it gave me that bit of freedom as well. I think there can kind of be pressure when you're in university to go like straight into university and then get a, either get a job straight away or or do a master's straight away. But I was really glad that I took that time to travel. Um, that's obviously not an option forever and now at the moment as well. But um, I was glad that I took that year out. Yeah, okay. Now, in that year out, jumping between Australia and uh, the master's, you skipped the part where you were in Cambodia, which is unbelievable. Uh, yeah (laughs) I when I left Australia then um I wanted to go traveling I hadn't done as much traveling in Australia as I had hoped because I was working um and I loved Melbourne so much so I just kind of spent most of my weekends in Victoria um but I then decided to go to Cambodia my younger sister had um volunteered in Cambodia in a it's a Dutch organization that you volunteer with and they do, they teach children over there um, to improve their English. So I volunteered to do that as well with that school. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Like I made really nice friends from, from England and Scotland and like got to meet lots of different people. And the kids were all just so lovely. And um, 
obviously, you know, they have really challenging circumstances, but they always were like, you know, showing up to school each day with a smile and, you know, it was, it was a really rewarding experience, I suppose. So I did that for a month in Cambodia and Phnom Penh, which is their capital. And then I went traveling around Cambodia after, and then I went traveling around Vietnam. Um, and then I went to Thailand only for a couple of days. And then I came back home and started my master's. That's class. I love that. I'm guessing you had this feeling where, uh, coming home from Australia, you knew you were signed up for the master's and knew you were going to do it. And you had a couple of months to burn and you just went and made yeah. most of them. That's such a good feeling to have. Yeah, like looking back on it now, I'm, I'm definitely glad I did it, especially because you can't travel anywhere at the moment. Like even when I see the, you know, picture memories on my phone, like it was this time, like a couple of years ago, I was there like, oh, I'd love to be back in a way. It's hard take at the moment. Um, yeah. So then you went, you, you went from Cambodia to the Masters, you did the Masters and you went straight into uh, ESB. So two questions there. Uh, one, why ESB? And two, you got a job straight away. Does everyone, like, are you pretty much guaranteed a job if you do that master's? Because a lot of people now are obviously worried about employment. Would that master's in particular be really effective for helping that? Um, so I, why ESB? I suppose, um, like, at the time they would have been doing, I would have been going to, like, a lot of the grad fairs and things like that. Um, and ESB would have, like, a really good brand name across Ireland. You know, it's a very well-known Irish company like that has contributed so much to the state and our development um, and I think it was the fact that they had a specific HR graduate program there aren't that many companies that do specific HR one it's usually that people maybe get into HR by working in other areas of the business first and then moving into it but because ESB is such a large organization we have a big HR department which is like split into different areas um, so I really liked that side of it, the fact that it would be specific to HR and that I would get to like work in, you know, areas like recruitment, learning and development, um, payroll, like loads of different areas in HR and gain all that experience. So that's what really attracted me to the ESB one. And as well as that, I think the fact that it's such a varied graduate program. So, you know, when I joined the graduate program, it was three years ago now, I would have joined, I think there was maybe 78 of us that joined and it was across such a varied discipline. So it was like the likes of engineering, data analytics, um, HR, marketing, IT, finance. So you're meet, meeting people from like, who've all gone to totally different universities, like from, and like, who have like different viewpoints in life. So I really like that about the ESB grad program. It's not, you know, some of the grad programs, they might just say maybe take in finance um so you're just with finance people I love that like you build up such a great network in ESB across different graduate disciplines and like that even really stands to you going forward in your career because I know when I have IT queries or you know I know when people have HR queries like some of the grads will still get on to me now and I'd be getting on to them for like IT or engineering queries as well so it's handy in that way you build up a really good network in ESB. I'd say you have great crack as well. My first job was in an investment bank and it wasn't a grad program I was just I was the only one there and I was like it was really lonely. It was no fun at all. Yeah. I'm, I'm je- hearing there was 78 of you. You'd have had such yeah. good friends, made lots of friends and stuff. Yeah, no, you definitely do. Like you build a good, a very good graduate network. And I think that's the nice thing about a graduate program as well, because it can be, you know, kind of daunting. You're leaving university and you're suddenly going into, you know, your this could be some people's first job. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're joining a graduate program, it's you kind of have that more sense of community, I think, a lot as well. Um, and I know for us, like we would have had a really good 
induction program and got to know the other graduates and there's a lot of support when you join the USB graduate program as well in terms of like you obviously have you know your line manager but then there's graduate coordinators who look after specific disciplines and then you also have graduate mentors that are assigned to you so like I would have been assigned a graduate mentor and like every I would have moved five times on my graduate program which is quite a lot in two and a half years and you know I would have had my graduate mentor support throughout that time you know because she had been in the business so long and she'd say oh you need to contact this person or you need to look out for this and so I think it's a very supportive place to work and which is really good when you are coming from a university environment like I was lucky that I had worked abroad and but a lot of people this might be their first job so it's nice to have that support especially in an organization as big as ESB you know like we've nearly seven and a half thousand staff so yeah it's uh it's there's so much more to the transition from college to work than just like the difference in what you're doing every day it's a huge mental yeah Uh, there's loads of challenges that go with it what do you think the main challenge for you was um what was the main challenge for me I think the fact that um yeah, I suppose you're like all of a sudden in this like really big company and you need to learn so much about it. But I think ESB is very good in that way. Like, as I said, like we have a really good induction program. There's a lot of supports there. There's very good communication teams in ESB as well. And there's events organized for the graduates throughout the year. So it means that because ESB is like all over Ireland, like graduates can be placed in different locations as well. So it meant that, you know, you might've met someone in induction week um, and you might not see them again for a while until like the graduate events. So it's very good that like the learning and development team, like organize all of these events and there's like continuous professional development training as well. So you get a chance to meet up with grads that you might not have seen in a couple of weeks and you do build a really good graduate network. Like I'm very lucky to have built such a good group of graduate friends, like that we've all finished the program now, but we're all very much still friends as well. So it's nice to have that network. Yeah, that's class. Cause you do, you go through some really hard times with them. It's just nice to have empathy there and people who are going through similar stuff around you like it's it honestly it makes a huge huge difference so um there's a huge yeah, definitely. uh you mentioned trainings what kind of trainings do you do so we would have taken on continuous professional development training so there was a specific graduate one it's since changed now and it's delivered by the irish management institute so they run a lot of graduate training like they do it with the likes of Kerry Group as well and they're really highly regarded for the training that they give to graduates so they'd be the likes of things like we would have done project management courses presentation courses because as a graduate you have to present every time you finish a rotation so you present to all of the senior managers in the area and like your team so that can be a bit um, nerve-wracking as well like definitely before joining ESB I really didn't like presenting um but by doing that training and also by just I suppose having to do those presentations at the end of each rotation like I'm a lot more confident about doing that now and I know when I've been in the program for a year I was asked to present at the next year's induction so all of the grads coming in so I think there's over 100 people in Croke Park and I had to stand up and present on my experience um, as a graduate and like if you'd asked me a year before would I do that I would have said oh my god no way but like I was really I was kind of proud of myself that I was able to to do that and present in front of 100 people because I wouldn't be the most confident person doing that usually um, and that was definitely just from I suppose the training and and the experience of having to do presentations regularly so it's really good skills that you really good soft skills that you develop on the graduate program as well. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'd imagine with HR, you do a lot of that stuff, though. Do you not do loads of, like, public speaking? I guess this is the broader question here is, like, what do you do with HR? What, what's the day-to-day like? 
Um, well, I suppose it depends what area you're in. Um, if you're doing presentations, you might present to managers, but like it'd be on a smaller scale, like you wouldn't be presenting um, usually to that many people. But um, well, on the HR grad program, you get to do different rotations within HR. So I would have started off my first rotation was in resource assurance and capabilities. So as I mentioned, ESB is a really large organization. So we this is all around kind of looking at our future workforce, like planning the likes of our retirement numbers and things like that. So it's a lot of kind of data analytics and Excel skills that I would have built up in my first rotation. My second rotation then was talent acquisition, and that's where I'm working now at the moment as well. So that's all our recruitment in ESB. So I mentioned like we're a very big workforce. So obviously, like, you know, we're hiring a lot as well. Um, you'd have people retiring naturally and you'd have people leaving the company so you're replacing people and then you're hiring new people as well so the talent acquisition team in ESB is a very very busy team um, but it's a great team and you get to meet loads of people and what I really liked about that area is that you're constantly engaging with different people across the business and because ESB is such a big business as well like you know we have so many different careers that you can be interviewing people for as well which is really interesting um, I then did a stint in learning and development um, in ESB. So that's kind of all like the courses that we deliver, a lot of like graduate development events and things like that as well in that team. And then I was in compensation and benefits, which like looks after kind of employee payroll and things, terms and conditions with people's contracts and things like that. Um, and then I went to ESB Networks and I did a HR business partner role there, which is the support role in the HR business partner, I suppose their role is to support the business so it would be a lot of kind of employee relations and and different HR projects that you'd be doing out in the business as well. Yeah okay I get the impression that uh, L&D learning and development is probably like the fastest changing or maybe even growing part of HR is that fair I just know that there's loads of tech companies out there who are kind of investing in uh, they're trying to get return on investment in it and track return on investment on learning and development and then companies in general are trying to invest a lot more in their employees and educate them more and then it, it all helps retention obviously is that fair yeah yeah, think- no, yeah that's definitely like a fair analysis of it yeah it's really important for retention of staff and you know obviously companies spend a lot of money investing in staff in terms of actually recruiting them and especially if you're doing graduate programs so you want to make sure that you're then retaining the staff or that if you have staff in the company and they you feel that you're able to develop them within the company as well so they can take on different roles. It might even be a good question for a grad to ask is in the interview, like what are your L and D initials? Like how are you going to invest in me here? It would be a confident grad, but Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. It's a good thing to be aware of for sure. Um so in terms of those interviews and then like people trying to get a job in ESB, how do they do it? They go through uh they obviously send their C V in, what are you looking for in CVs? What are you looking so for? So for our graduate program that's launching on the 24th of September and then applications close on the 2nd of November. So you apply online um, via ESB Careers. So it'll be that you apply online, you send in your CV and then there'll be psychometric testing for the graduate program. And um, so that's the same for most graduate programs um, across Ireland. Um, it's just when you have a high volume of candidates applying, it's the first way to shortlist candidates initially. Um, so you do psychometric testing. There's different ones depending on what stream you're applying for, but it's usually like numerical, verbal reasoning. Um, so I think it's really good for graduates who are applying for any grad program just to kind of have do some practice ones online beforehand because they are timed and they can be like a little bit stressful if you haven't done them before. I, I remember when I was applying for grad programs, um, some are more challenging than others. So it's definitely 
good to have done a couple of practice ones beforehand and make sure you're in a quiet environment and things like that. Um, and then once if you pass the psychometric testing and your CV is reviewed and you're shortlisted, then you'll go forward for interview and then just see how you perform at the interview and then you'd whether you're successful or not to join the graduate program. Nice. Uh, is there any site you would recommend they can practice psychometric testings? There's not a specific one. Like if you just Google it, like I you Google practice psychometric tests, you can try different ones. Like each company will use a different um psychometric testing provider so you're never going to get the exact one but just to have some type of practice it definitely helps cool and then is there any creative way to apply for a job to increase your chances that's kind of the main way like yeah for the graduate program it's very much a streamlined process and for any of our jobs in ESB like you apply via our website that's the best way to apply nice okay uh, and like in terms of the, the career path there I'm, I'm, from what I hear ESB pays really well. So I'd imagine that it's not, you don't see a lot of churn there. Uh, like, is there any kind of stories of grads who have come in and gone on to do really well uh, within a short space of time or anything like that that you could uh, give these guys just an insight into how well it can go, basically? Well, like, you know, we're obviously a very large organization. And yeah, like, if you're willing to join the graduate program and, and work very hard, like, there definitely are progression opportunities. Um, within ESB so you know or like it like everyone finishes the program at the same time and then you'll interview for further graduate progression opportunities as well so you would see like you'd meet managers with senior managers throughout ESB who would have done the graduate program a number of years ago and who've gone on to become very successful within ESB and like they'd always speak about how much they enjoyed the graduate program and it gave them a really good grounding in the company and also that they still have their graduate network today which is nice to hear because I know how important the graduate network was to me when I was on the program. Yeah I'd say that's a big uh, a big plus actually. One thing for people to uh, for listeners to note is that like the energy industry is one of the most interesting and important at the moment in terms of saving the planet. So as, as ESB and, and uh, others kind of move towards renewables, it's going to be a really interesting space to work in. So I'd say that's a big plus or a big draw. It, it certainly would be for me if I was a grad now anyway. Um, yeah, definitely still, it is. Yeah, I like that. Right? Pardon? Sorry to cut you off. You guys do a lot on the CSR front as well, don't you? Yeah, we do a huge amount on the CSR front. So like we have our own charity within ESB, like the Energy for Generations Fund and Electric Aid. And we support various different Irish charities throughout the country. Um, and as well as that, like as a graduate, like you're given a lot of opportunities to take part in CSR. And that was something I always really appreciated on my time on the programme. Like I would have been involved in the time to read and the time to count initiatives with business in the community in Ireland. So that's where you go out to local um Desh primary schools and you'd you know read with the children each week or you do maths with the children each week um and it's just to kind of improve their literacy and their numerical skills and um, that maybe they're not getting that one-on-one time at home um and just to have that one-on-one time with an adult and even just for their confidence and things like that it's great and then we have them into ESB um at the end of the year just to kind of show them what it's like to be in an office and things like that and we have their breakfast down in the canteen which they always love and no it's a brilliant initiative and like you can see how much it means to the children and also to the parents as well because they have a little graduation ceremony at the end and they get given a list of all the books they've read with you and everything like that so I've taken part in that the past three years when I've been in ESV and I've absolutely loved it and we also do things um 
we're very big on increasing female participation in STEM, particularly like in engineering and our network technician, which is our electrician's apprenticeship program. So when I was a HRBP support in ESB networks last year, we ran the female in apprenticeship program. And that's where we had, um, again, it was girls from secondary schools, from local Jesh secondary schools. And we invited them to come into ESB and to go down to our training centre in Port Leash, which is where we train a lot of the engineers and the network technicians and to see what it's like to actually be to do an electrical apprenticeship in the ESB um, and to just get them interested in that because it's a lot of the time, I suppose, those engineering and particularly um, the electrical apprenticeships are kind of primarily more male dominant applicants applying for them. So we're really trying to increase female participation in that. um, And that's something that we've noticed has really been working over the past few years. So um, ESV would be very supportive of that um, and cr- trying to increase female participation and just trying to increase overall participation in STEM. We also do the ESB Science Blast, which is a programme run in conjunction with ORDS and it's for primary school children. So it's to get them interested in STEM and get them like thinking really creatively about science questions. So they come, we did it in the RDS there a couple of months ago. And this was pre-COVID. We had 12,000 children in the RDS um, from 500 different schools and they all brought in science projects and they were reviewed by ESB engineers and different judges um, on the day. And there was like science presentations, everything like that. And it was a brilliant day and it was really nice as a grad to be involved in that and to see how much ESB actually gives back to communities across Ireland. Um, It was really good. That's cool. And when I talk to, like I do a lot of career guidance with students and just talk to a lot of students and a common kind of uh, debate in their heads is they want to go off and make money and have a good career and, and uh, essentially take care of themselves as well they should. But then there's another part of them that really wants to uh, take care of others and have a purpose. And it can be really yeah. hard to, to find both. And a lot of people kind of look at it as a black and white thing. You do one or the other. If you can find a company like ESB that has a program like that, where that does allow you to do both, like get well paid, have a good career track, but at the same time get really involved in CSR, uh, it's a pretty rare thing to find. And I think it's a really uh, useful thing to find and pretty much solves that debate uh, really easily. It's a silver bullet for that debate. So for anyone out there thinking like that and kind of trying to jump between those two, there is very much a middle ground there. And you are able to have both with uh, with a company like ESB that has a CSR initiative. Anything else, yeah. uh, anything else maybe that these guys should know about or that you'd like to kind of uh, say that I haven't asked about? In terms of the grad program, I suppose it's just to like to say the different disciplines we have. So we have engineering, IT, finance, HR, marketing, and we have quantity surveying as well. Um, and so, and we have also have our commercial grad program, which is our business graduates. Um, and just that it's a really great graduate program. It's a two and a half year program, and you're given specific rotations. And um, when you're depending on what stream you're in, so I would have done six month rotations. Some of them are a year long rotation, and some of them are a year and a half. So depending on whether you're engineering IT or HR and the different streams Um, and it's a brilliant graduate program in terms of like you know we really invest in your continuous professional development there's also a great social side to the graduate program you can get involved in things like the we had the 
um, ignition program for graduates this year, which is hosted in Dogpatch Labs. So it's like a collaborative working environment. So it was a two day program there and graduates are invited in to you know, it's to encourage startup thinking methodology and things like that. And you, they work on different business projects. And then we had one of the directors come in at the end and pick out the winners. So it's really like fun, collaborative things like that for graduates. We also have the ESV Gas Evans, which is our Gaelic tournament that we host each year. Um, so it's usually somewhere in a county in Ireland and a big group of ESB people go down, play different GA matches. And then there's lovely dinner and things like that that night. And, you know, there's tag rugby tournaments throughout the year as well. Soccer, we have like our running program and things like that. So like it's a really good, I suppose. And I've already touched on all the CSR side as well. So it's a really well-rounded program. Obviously, you're getting really good work experience in one of like the leading companies in Ireland. But you're also getting, you know, great social and um, sporting aspects and CSR aspects as well. Sounds like a bloody summer camp. It's unbelievable how much. <laughs> um, okay, quick fires. Going to catch you. Uh, catch you off balance. Uh, a book you would recommend? Um, Educated by Tara Westover. I think my mom's reading that at the moment. What What is yeah. so good about that? Um, it's really just interesting. Um. It's just a very interesting book. It's about a, a girl who grew up in a very strict Mormon community and her experience of that life. And then she ended up going um, to Cambridge University and how that kind of changed her, how education changed her viewpoint on the strict upbringing she had had and her relationships with her family and kind of shows, I suppose, how lucky, you know, you are if your family you, you know if you're able to attend school and things like that and mm-hmm. you know how much that can affect somebody if they don't get to if they don't get those opportunities nice that's a class one i'm very kind of grad lifey as well is it good uh, a quote <laughs> a quote oh i'm terrible with quotes <laughs> do you have one uh, um, now that i mentioned my mom something she literally said to us every single day growing up was if it's to be it's up to me so if you want something go ahead and get it that's a good one yeah it probably probably told us it too much uh something you wish you did in college and something you wish you knew in college um something i wish i did in college probably that i joined like a a sporting society or something like that i i kind of because i think i was from dublin and i was in UCD, i didn't really join any of them and i think it's like a great way to meet friends and that's what i tried to do then when i joined esb i was like no i'm not the best tag rugby player i've never played gaelic before but i'm going to do all these things and i'm really glad i did because i met great friends in esb through that so that's something i definitely would recommend if you're in uni- university as well to do those things nice and something you wish you knew something i wish i knew um not to get stressed over small things because you look back on them now and you're like, why was I stressed? <laughs> Just to try your best and not be so, don't get stressed over little things. <laughs> Love that. And lastly then, best advice you've ever been given? It's probably what I just said. Like that's what like my parents would say to me, like it'll always work out in the end, you know, and they're right. Um, Mate, things oh, can thank see. you very much. That was a pleasure. Thanks so much, Mark. Yes.